This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, it's Freestyle Friday, everybody, and I am Glenn DeGeek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for February 11th, episode 2870. This episode is brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. Congratulations. You made it to Freestyle Friday. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on Horses in the Morning. So I have an update for everybody. Right now, things are happening here in Ocala. Everybody has descended. There's horse shows all over the place at the World Equestrian Center. Listeners are coming in and visiting. It's just a crazy time right here. And it was I had mentioned that the World Equestrian Center had bought a separate property called the Ocala Jockey Club. The Ocala Jockey Club is about a thousand acres. It's been open here for a long time, and they've had up to three-star events there. So the idea was, before they went out, before they sold out, that they maybe even do a five-star here in Ocala. Oh my God! So because it's that big, it's a thousand acres. So it's about the size of the Kentucky Horse Park. And what happened was when when the people that owned it, I don't know why they sold it. They were getting older or whatever. But she sold it to World Equestrian Center who bought it. It's about maybe 10, 15 minutes from the current World Equestrian Center. But they bought it because they wanted to keep it as an eventing center. Well, they had to get a vote passed by the city. And the first vote was passed. They have one more. This is their plan. They're going to take and build an 8,000-seat stadium. That's the size. It's probably a little bigger than the one at the Kentucky Horse Park. The Alltech Arena? Yeah, yeah, but they're gonna it's gonna be an outdoor stadium and they're gonna make this an eventing center. It's going to be cross country, it's gonna be everything for eventing and an eight thousand seat stadium. It will wow. probably be the second largest stadium for eventers in, in the country. A two hundred room hotel, a hundred spot RV park, and ninety-four private homes, restaurants. Pretty much they're they're gonna duplicate what they did at the World Equestrian Center only for eventers. It's going to be an eventer's paradise. Now, it has to get through final approval by the city, but uh, must be. How is there enough money in the world to, like, facilitate all of this? It's just amazing. You should see now the, the World Equestrian Center, the horsey part is pretty much complete. But now they're working on, you know, probably about 800 to 1,000 acres is the horsey part. The other 3,000 acres they own at the main World Equestrian Center is all going to be housing. You should see how many bulldozers and the mountains of dirt they're moving. Make roads and it's just, it's just. Is it, is it, I mean, because I'm not there ever and I've never been there. Is it busy now? Yeah, I mean, it, is it? Yeah, it's pretty busy and locals are coming out to see it and the restaurants are really good. The Italian restaurant there has the best pizza and pasta. They have gluten-free pasta that's the best. We I, we go there to eat all the time because it's like three miles from us. So uh, the big salads and they have all kinds of restaurants. They're all good. This is the best food at any horse show venue in the world. It's really good. Wow. Um, I can't wait for you to come out sometime to see it because it it is something to see. It is quite a sight. And you never, ever thought in 100 years anything like this would be built in America. Maybe Europe, but not America. And now – 
we're going to have this huge eventing center. So there'll be more. The, I predict the price of farms have gone up like three times normal. Uh, I predict four or five times normal. Now. <laughs> I can't wait to see. I've been seeing so many uh, advertisements for the auction coming up for that other Ocala property with the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, ridiculous. I'm so, And everybody's like, World Equestrian Center should buy it. I'm like, uh, for. I mean, how much can they own? They're taking <laughs> over the world. It's Apparently, amazing. when you have billions of dollars, you can do what you want. Uh, must be wow, nice. that's incredible. Well, we're going to introduce you today to a brand new podcast that I'm very excited about on the Horse Radio Network. It's called the Sport Horse Podcast, and we're going to meet the hosts, Dr. Tim Warden and Nicole Lakin. Now, if you're into weenie science stuff, if you really like diving deep into the science side of things, this is the podcast. Plus, we have an update on Jamie's horses and some more really bad ads. They just keep coming week after week. They have never stopped. So we're going to do those two today. And we'll have a post-show, but although we, auditors, we have no idea what we're going to talk about. So we'll just get to that in the post-show. Daily Winnie time. Well, I have a few daily winnies today. First is the birthdays. Our wonderful neighbor, Shannon. It's her birthday. Happy birthday, Shannon. She listens sometimes. So uh, we love her. She's going on the cruise, actually. This will be her first cruise. I was giving her all the pointers last night. And also a uh, host of Heels Down Happy Hour, Justine Brooke. It's her birthday, too. And one auditor, Olivia Mendenhall. Happy birthday to you. Also, thank you to Thomas for the package. You know what it is. And also, thanks to Joy. Oh, your co-host on Retired Racehorse Radio, her new significant other owns a pie company, and they sent the most amazing four-berry pie. It's – I don't know how you say it. Ochits? Ochots? Don't try. You're going to get his flag for bad words. <laughs> Homemade pie company out of Chicago, I think. And they sent us this pie, and they put HR they, – they made like little cookies on the top that said HRN and a picture of a horse. I saw it. It was so cute, and the pie was unbelievable. So thank you for that, Joy. And and I don't remember significant other's name. The other, the you know, the horse husband. I call future. him hot boyfriend. Is he hot? I haven't yeah, seen. Of oh, course okay. he is. <laughs> <laughs> She's and, super hot too, so it works yeah, out. It works out. Beautiful uh, babies. Future horse <laughs> husband there. She's going to kill me for saying that. Uh, so uh, thank you to Shona, one of our terrific auditors, for stopping by last night and for the bottle of wine. And we're Oh, so my gosh. Everybody's bringing you pie and wine. <laughs> Where do I sign up it's for It's moved to Ocala this time of year. Everybody, <laughs> everybody comes here this time of year. Hey, I have a story before we get to our guests. A bizarre. I wish I had bizarre story theme. I didn't even know whether to make this a loser of the week or what, but a leading trainer out of Keeneland, Wesley Ward, uh, has won a lot of trophies and stuff. He's a, he's a good trainer. Two of the trophies, one was given to him by the Queen Elizabeth and another by Prince William and Kate. So he had 12 gold and silver trophies. He had, he, they weren't even on display at his house. They were in a bag in a closet. Somebody broke in, and that's all they stole was he came home and found his trophies gone. Nothing else was stolen in the house. He said he doesn't even know how they would have found them. They were in a bag, in a closet, on the floor. So that tells me that somebody knew those trophies were there, and they and just And this went. is somebody that does not like him. Yeah. or And it's almost got to be an inside person, right? Somebody that knows. Uh, and he said the trophies aren't really all that valuable, except, well, no, 
they are valued at around $100,000. So I would say that's valuable. But, yeah. you know, he said the sentimental value because he got it from the queen and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's bizarre. There's so, That's just one of those that you want to you want to hear what, what what the end result was when they finally catch the people. And what can you can you sell them? Do you melt them down? What do you do? I mean. I don't know. Do you hold on? Is this person going to hold them for ransom? I mean, this is, that is awful. That's awful. I mean, yeah, it's I, just bizarre listen, I have a very coveted award here in my house that I won yeah. and it's a really big deal to me. And if somebody stole it, I would be out like $7. It's <laughs> at least worth that. And all those ribbons, at least $10. Listen, <laughs> I won in 2003 best traffic reporter in Atlanta and it's a little plastic microphone and it's <laughs> awesome. You still have it? Of course I still have it. It's the only thing I've ever won. I can't get a dang neck ribbon to save my life, but I got best traffic reporter in 2003, and that thing is gold. It's your it's your Academy Award right there. It's my Academy Award. It's, it's called an ARR Award. Achievement in Radio is an Air Award. That's right. All right. Let's, hit, uh, let's head over to KPP, Kentucky Performance Products, and then we're coming back with our first guests. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Managing horses can be challenging. Each horse's personality affects the way he behaves and reacts to the world around him. Horses with certain dispositions can be at higher risk for developing health problems than others. High-strung or excitable horses are easily stressed, but so is the timid, quiet warrior. Stressed horses are more likely to develop digestive upsets that lead to colic, diarrhea, and ulcers. Nalox Advanced was specifically developed to support a digestive tract that is under stress. It sustains proper pH levels, reducing the incidence of ulcers and hindgut imbalances, while simultaneously supporting the healing of damaged tissues. Nalox Advanced supports the complete digestion of starches and sugars and sustains populations of beneficial bacteria. Make life a little easier on your sensitive horse and start him on Nalox Advanced today. To learn more about the ingredients in Nalox Advanced, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. As I said earlier in the show, we have a brand new show joining the Horse Radio Network. Episode one is out already. It's called the Sport Horse Podcast. And I have Dr. Tim with us today. And we also have Nicole. They're the hosts of the show. Hi, Dr. Tim and Nicole. How are you? Hey, Glenn. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Oh, let me let me start with Nicole. Where are you right now in the I, world? Yeah, I'm in Wellington, Florida at the moment. Um, a little bit warmer than where Tim is. Okay, because Tim's in Canada, and so th- you know he's going to be super nice because he's right. Canadian, and all Canadians are crazy nice. So if you have to step in, jump in, Nicole. <laughs> okay, I'm here and I'm ready. Um, yeah, so the the podcast is really trying to bridge the gaps between science and horsemanship. Um, we're talking to a lot of amazing experts, researchers, um, athletic trainers, all kinds of you know people that are highly respected in their area of expertise. Um, learning about their work and the the real you know data and science behind what they do and then learning how we can apply it to improve the way that you know we're able to care and provide for our sport horses and, and give them the best opportunity to be healthy and happy and and have long successful careers 
And Tim, you guys are part of the Equine High Performance Sports Group, which is the group that's putting on this podcast. Tell us what that is. Yeah, so the Equine High Performance Sports Group was, I guess it began seven or eight years ago with just some very informal in-person meetings. And it was uh, commenced by Dr. Mark Revenaugh and Dr. Tim Ober. And they were both uh, team veterinarians for U.S. teams, uh, Mark for eventers and Tim for show jumping. And they were traveling the world with some of the best horses, some of the best riders. But they identified a bit of a gap, and that was that we – how they perceived the horses being treated, they thought or uh, managed, they thought there were more opportunities, just like any other sport, right? They were constantly evolving, were constantly getting better. And so they started thinking about like, how how do we do that in our world? And so they started to bring in experts from human sport. So they wanted to know how, how are the best sports teams in the world managing their athletes and can we apply some of that to horses? And then I guess fast forward to around this time last year, and uh, there was just such a, a need for it. People were asking more and more about hosting more meetings and, and the group uh, generating more content. And so that's really how the uh, Equine High Performance Sports Group was formed. Uh, there are uh, a few, quite a few of us. There's Nicole and I and then uh, a group of veterinarians. And we all just have one common goal. And it really is to to look at projects and to get information out to the world that will uh, improve the, the health and performance of these sport horses. So that's really where we are right now, and we're super excited about uh, moving some of these initiatives forward. Jamie, with all the problems you have with your horses, you should be listening to this show. I am so – actually, I'm just reading about it. I'm super excited. By the way, shut up, jerk. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, I'm really excited about this podcast. You guys have uh, put out episode one, and that was on water, uh, water treadmills and swimming, and, and you had a very interesting guest. That episode is out, by the way. You can go to search any podcast player and find Sport Horse Podcast. It will be on the Horse Radio Network app in the next couple of weeks. We update that once a month, so it'll be coming out there, but you can find it pretty much anywhere. And you, the second episode will be coming out on the 25th. But, I w- you know, Nicole, we've had you on this show before be- <laughs> because you're also the one in charge of the, the Barn Manager app. So, and, and how's that going? Yeah, thank you for remembering. It's been so long. Um, Barn Manager is has been awesome. It's been an amazing experience of really taking uh, my experience as a working student and, and managing, you know, high-level sport horses to um, – leveraging that to build a solution to really improve the operations and focus on, you know, broad problems that affect every bar, no matter, you know, the discipline or the, you know, the, the level, whether it's, you know, a, a riding school or a high level competition bar and everybody, you know, needs to improve their, com- their communication and their record keeping. Um, so we've, we've learned so much. We actually, since I've talked to you about it, we like relaunched with a whole V2 of barn manager and um, that's been available for a couple of years now. And we're getting ready to actually launch barn manager pro, which will add invoices and all kinds of awesome payment options. So um, what, what's really cool uh, beyond my ability to work with so many amazing barns with Barn Manager is my my experience introducing technology into, you know, one area of, of the equine world is what brought me into the fold of this, this high-performance sports group um, and, and has given me the experience to be involved in so many cool projects that we're working on. And as Nicole says in the first episode, she's probably the only doctor not in the group. 
uh, you know, the only, <laughs> the only not doctor in the group, actually. So. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like like all of us, sometimes I think between myself and Dr. Google, um, I know more than I do. But um, I I do believe that there's always there's always so much we can learn. And um, I, I feel like I, I do my best to pull my weight with as being the only, only You're doing a great job the on the show. And actually, you do my role. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about training horses. That's Jamie's job. So I'm just here to ask the, the simple questions that people don't know much would ask. So that's my job. Um, so now, Dr. Tim, I got to talk to you. I haven't talked to you about this yet. Is uh, you, your real job, apparently you have one. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you, you, you work. You do that doctor thing for fun. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out it's a job too. Yeah. yeah. You work for a biotechnology company developing new therapies to target spinal cord injury. Oh my God. That's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's pretty. Uh, it's a good little uh, thing to be involved with, I guess. It's a little side gig. Uh, yeah, yeah it's a little side gig. You know, it keeps me keeps me busy. But yeah, and, and that's a little bit of a cool story as well. Like I started working at uh, Toronto Western Hospital here in Toronto, Canada, uh, a few years ago, and I was working for a, a quite a well known spinal cord injury researcher. And uh, within our lab, we started. Uh, developing some technology using stem cells to uh, essentially repair and regenerate the spinal cord. So when you sustain a spinal cord injury, there's uh, obviously some damage that happens to the spinal cord. And so we're uh, engineering st- cells now that you can be, that can be transplanted into the spinal cord. Uh, they help to repair the connections. Uh, they repair some damaged tissue. They deal with the scar that forms in the spinal cord. So they remove that scar so that uh, healing can occur. And it's, uh, yeah, it's really exciting. We're kind of pushing that forward, looking towards uh, clinical trials in the future. So, yeah, it's wow. super fun to be involved with. And That's incredible because what you can do then, you know, is and big picture, you can save the world because the, you would think <laughs> that you could do tendon injuries and things like that in horses, too. Yeah, like that's for sure, like a little bit outside of our company. But uh, I did my uh, where I went to school was University of Guelph. And I I know that there's some really, really cool work being done there right now with stem cells, uh, looking at, as you say, it's for horses and looking at repairing some of the the damage that occurs. So whether it's cartilage or uh, stem cells, and I think that's actually uh, moved towards almost the equivalent of clinical trials in horses. So it's really cool to see. Uh, the technology advancing that, and I think it's going to be a real game changer for how horses are managed. How far are we away from this, you know, from your research, actually, you know, being clinically trialed and you see people who you didn't think were going to be able to walk, be able to walk? Yeah, so I think it's probably, you know, seven or eight years down the road, like it's, it's a slow process. But I think that like what's really exciting about spinal cord injury is, and not to, to steer this show too much away from horses. No, it's but a fact, just... but you know, <laughs> let me stop you there. We deal with spinal cord injury because we fall off all the time. Riders have, yeah. <laughs> this is an issue. We, I mean, we've, we, we have a para rider on our show every couple of weeks to talk about what she's dealing with okay. and going through. So this is fascinating. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah, like I, I think it's moving forward for sure. There were always a couple of barriers to why the stem cells in the past would didn't really work, and our company feels like we've addressed those issues now. We've got really strong proof of concept data, and moving that forward. But even there have been some other advances that have made a tremendous impact. Um, the individual or the, the neurosurgeon I work for, Dr. Michael Failings, sort of what he's famous for in the world is really promoting the idea that is 
as soon as you have a spinal cord injury, you need to do surgery almost immediately to remove the compression that uh, impinges on the spinal cord. So the quicker you can remove that compression, the less damage that occurs in the long run. And so even through that, like a lot of patients that 20 years ago wouldn't be walking today are walking because of that early surgical intervention. So there, there have been things happening. And I think that really the stem cell technology paired with some of the rehab uh, work that's being done will, you know, hopefully be a, a true game changer for a lot of people. So oh it's, it's exciting. That is really cool. That is really cool. Well, you guys, I, th- where, what do you hope to accomplish with the show? You said what your, you know, you kind of said what your goals were. Um, you want to get the word out there. Are you going to be covering all different aspects of of horses? Uh, I know your first one was on, you know, on on swimming and and treadmills, and your second one is actually with. By the way, the second one, your which will be coming out in twenty fifth. I don't want to give it away too much, but that guy is fascinating. It, you know, talking. You know, he's a farrier. Uh, he teaches it, but he is one of the most fascinating farriers we've ever had on the show because he's going deep into the science. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think we sort of joke about it on on the show uh, with with our, our guests in the second episode. But Tim and I like totally geeked out doing our prep work for that episode because there are just endless conversations to have with somebody like that who approaches um, the work of the farrier with so much science, with so much data, and asking so many interesting questions. So I, I think our range of topics for the our, the future of the Sport Horse podcast are kind of endless. There's so much that we can still learn um, and and innovate and, and innovation isn't going to stop. So there's never going to be a, 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 a running out of, of topics to cover. But I think um, in terms of our, our goal, you know, we really want to get the information out there. There aren't any great um thorough, you know, trusted resources out there that get into this stuff from both the scientific perspective and the understanding of the importance of horsemanship, the importance of, um, you know, taking the time to evaluate your horse, you know, just from the cues that they're giving you um, and, and how you can really combine the two um, and that that one doesn't replace the other, but they're really complementary. Um, so we really want to you know, become a resource for people. Um, we also want to have conversations that move the sport more, move sport forward in general. Um, you know, as the equine high performance sports group, we're really looking to change the way equine veterinary medicine is practiced to focus more holistically on, you know, the wellness of the horse and not just treating injuries and, and symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Part, you know, part of moving sport forward is attacking it from the perspective of all stakeholders. And with the Sport Horse podcast, I think we're really hoping to provide a resource that's accessible to a lot, you know, a lot of different people. Um, it breaks things down simple enough that I can understand. Um, <laughs> Even I and, understood and, it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so it's just one of the ways that we're sort of addressing this this challenge of of getting the whole industry to think a little bit differently about um you know the way that we care for and manage our horses everybody wants to do the best for their horses it's just having the access to the right information so we're we're hoping to to be a, a really good source of that for people it's sporthorsepodcast.com is where you can find it and then also where can they find your app nicole Oh, Barn Manager. You can find us at our website, www.barnmanager.com. You can also find our mobile app in uh, the Google Play or 
app store by searching for barn manager. One word. There's oh, another gosh. thing you, know you could what? use, Jamie. I was going to say, Glenda, like if you, if, if you were just listening to these, like the word that I would describe both of these people in their own individual respects is passionate. Yes. I just, I can't, um, I can't communicate just how how interesting it is to hear Dr. Tim talk about what he does and to hear Nicole get into her speech and the, just the passion. So that's going to be really exciting to hear this podcast is just to really understand that these people really are invested in what they're talking about and to find out more. I'm excited about the farrier. So it was a farrier that... You have to wait for episode two. That's oh, all we're giving on. you. <laughs> come out on the 25th, everybody. So this show will be out on the 10th and 25th, twice a month. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you so Thank much, you Glenn. Thank so you. much for having us. Well, we use American Harvest products here at the farm, and I know Jamie does too. We use the premium hemp extracts, but more importantly, we use the equine hemp pellets. I really like the pellets. They're easy to feed. The extracts are in liquid form, and you drizzle it over the food, but the pellets are just so easy, and they absolutely love eating the pellets. With American hemp-derived uh, CBD pellets, horses can benefit from a faster recovery from performance activities, a feeling of relief from inflammation or pain, a sense of calmness or reduced nervousness, I need that. Uh, ease of digestion also. It really does help with that. The natural equine hemp pellets are vet formulated, produced from natural hemp, and they're ma- manufactured with potent raw CBD and no chemical processing. So it's palatable and it's flavored and you can feed it right out of your hand. They absolutely love this stuff. Uh, you can find them. Now, you can find them a couple different places. You can go to any Hubbard dealer. You can go to your favorite equine store if they have them, or you can buy it online at store.alt.com. Alltech.com. Alltech sells it at their store. And there also is a giveaway every month, and I'll put the link to that in the show notes. It's kind of long, so go to the show notes. You can sign up to win a 90-day supply, and it was a listener of ours that won last month. So head on over to that link to sign up to win a 90-day supply or buy yours at store.alltech.com. All right, what's going on with the horses? Man, I got I to gotta just uh, let you guys know a pet peeve of mine. Okay. I'm so frustrated. Uh-oh. I am so incredibly frustrated. Zeus? You know what? We're going to talk about Zeus in the post show <laughs> because I have okay, to be well, able to cuss. What the, the code for the, yeah, that's the code for that. If it, it, anytime Jamie says to me, we're talking about that in the post show, it's because she cannot control herself. Yeah, so yeah that's pretty it's, much it. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, and it's, that's it's, for it's, auditors. If you want to hear the post show, go to horseradionetwork.com, click on the banner on the upper right hand side of the page. So here's what I'm frustrated about, Glenn. I am so sick and tired of getting horses in for training that have been hit in the face. I know I'm preaching to the choir here because no listener of ours would ever hit their horse in the face. Nor would they be listening to this show after this all this time. <laughs> but if they did hit their horse in the face, you are forever damaging your horse's brain. It's like, I have three horses here right now that have been, uh, that are so head shy. Like, like, okay, let's, let's take Julie, my roulette, Julie at my auction horse from 20 feet away. If I wave my arm in the air, she flinches. Mm. Now, and, and everybody heard the story of why that happened. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It was pretty rough, but now I just got a horse in and he, from horse and hound, he's available for adoption. He's a bay thoroughbred and his name is Wrangle the gold. Wrangle the gold. Wrangle the gold. <laughs> uh, so, this poor guy, same thing. I'm so sick of this. I mean, 
I'm so sick of these horrid people who do that to your horses. That is just the worst form of so-called horsemanship. And I watched a trainer when I was in North Dakota. I think I've described this to you guys before. He had one of those sticks with the string on it or whatever. I don't know what kind of trainer he was, uh, but he had a, he, he said he had these four girls in the arena. And they all had a stick and like a rope halter. And he said, I'm a horse. If I, I'm going to be the boss horse of my horse, I need to be the leader. And so the leader, if these horses were out on a field and I'm the lead horse and I want to go get some water at the water trough and there's this horse is standing in between me and the water trough as the lead horse. Am I going to walk around that horse to go to the water trough? No, I'm going to walk through that horse to go to the water trough. So you assert yourself and you walk into that horse. And if it doesn't move out of your way, it doesn't respect you. And then you hit it in the face with the stick and he's waving this stick. At the horses, and there are four people that are doing the clinic that are also waving the stick, and the horses don't know what's coming because you haven't been the lead horse until this instant at the clinic. And so they just all walk into their horse and whack them in the face with waving their arms, hitting them with the stick. Now, I don't know if all horses have had that experience, and that's why they're head shy. Probably they've just been whacked in the face. But you guys, it is I, it's, it's it's frustrating, but it's also heartbreaking. And we wonder why PETA goes after certain things. It's just it, like I've just had so many recently, like one that just went out. Like it's just it's an it's like an epidemic right now or something to have these horses that are so afraid of movement around their face. Because if you walk up to a baby horse and you pet it in the face, it's not going to be afraid of your hand. But if you walk up to a horse and you whack it in the face, the next time you walk up to that baby horse, you're not going to be able to pat it in the face. You know what I mean? Yep, like, so yep. it's not like it's not natural and ingrained in them to be born head shy. They're made that way. And it's so incredibly, it's just more heartbreaking than frustrating. It is, I, I couldn't have watched that clinic. God, that would have been. A- I actually left that clinic and remember Debbie was with me yes. and she was manning the table and I walked out and I was like, I can't do these. I can't do expos. I can't do this. And she was like, why not? And my friend Larissa's with me. And I'm like, I just, I can't. Like, it makes me, I'm like sick to my stomach. I'm sick watching this clinician, which by the way, I've been seeing him like pop up around being shared by stuff. If you want to know his name, I'll tell you. Just send me an email. Uh, so, but I can't, I I, think I I, I walked in. And I said, I can't, I can't do this. I suppose I can't watch this. I can't watch this like brutality of these. And then I wonder why later on the horses had shy. And, and I said, I can't watch it. I can't do it. And you know, that's when Larissa looked at me and she goes, this is exactly why you need to do these things. That's the only because- way. That's the only way. She's oh, right. but I just emotionally can't. You, I couldn't handle okay, it. Okay, I have and, a solution. I have a solution. I'm going to get you some blinders like scooter wear, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have a little. We're going to have a little harness, a little you know harness made for your head, and you're going to wear the blinders. And when you're not doing your thing, we're going to close the front of the blinders and we're going to lead you around. 
Okay, so it'll look like I'm like a diva with like I'm Lady Gaga yeah, walking yes, around with security yes, yes, and like yes, yeah, we'll, okay. we will lead you right out of the building into your hotel where you can't get and, in trouble. And people <laughs> will think, oh, there she goes. She's such a diva. She can't even be around. No, it's just because I can't look at you. <laughs> I don't care if you look at me. I can't look at you. I need I to get those custom designs. Can you send was, me your head measurements? Uh, there was two clinicians at that place that I, I did see a lot of, and they were just lovely. And then there was the like he was like the headliner guy. Oh my god. I was like mortified, but again, not everybody that was terrible. Uh, but there was like yeah, the four of us horse trainers in the old days. Would Monty have went up to him? Uh, you know, I asked Monty one time. I asked him. I said, "How do you see what you see, knowing what you know?" And he he just answered to me. And I need to ask him this again because I feel like he was messing with me a little bit. But I was like, "How do you do that? How do you just say something?" He goes, "Well, Jamie." You can't hit everybody in the head with a shovel. <laughs> like, that's a good answer. I gotta keep that one. That's a good for a lot of situations, uh, actually. You can't hit everybody in the head with a shovel. <laughs> so yeah, that was what was so tough. All right, anyway, take a deep so cleansing I have, breath. <laughs> I have, I just, I just have a pile of them that, that have that, and it's 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 just it's a little heartbreaking every time. But I, like like Abby says, because we do, I've done this so many times. She's like, you need to have a dance party. Like, you're right. We need to have a double dance party for Wrangle the Gold and Julie. Because, do you know what the dance party is, Glenn? No, yeah, I was wondering. Okay. So what you do is you hold your horse. Or you have somebody hold your horse. And you take a towel uh, or like a, a something, like a washcloth. And you turn on Taylor Swift. <laughs> and you just... Dance like nobody's watching. Actually, I'll have the horse the cross ties or in the robin. And I just like flail my arms and move to the music and dance. And they're, eventually they're like, oh, my God. It's ridiculous. That's enough. I, I, and I, I obviously Monty, away from the horse a little bit. So they know they're not you, getting you, hit. You yeah. go away and you're dancing. Then you go up closer and you're dancing. You go away. And you're you just know like, if doing you post that video, it's going viral, right? So. I have posted that video. And I actually think <laughs> I learned the dance party from Elisa Wallace. So... <laughs> There's plenty of dance party videos online, but you know, we'll make some Abby new dance party videos yep. this week. <laughs> I want to see Abby and the farm boy dancing the dance I party. Haven't, I haven't seen Abby and farm boy decide to do the dance party yet. I feel like it embarrasses them when I do it, but I don't really care. <laughs> All right. Let's change gears a little bit and head over to really bad ads. Yes. They're still coming in. Pay it I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez faire, let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when listeners send ads in that they found on Craigslist or Facebook, and we just have a little bit of fun with them. This is brought to you by Horselovers.com, one of the largest selector selections online with over 120,000 items in stock, and they are the ones that donate the prizes every month that you guys can win. So the first prize we have this month is the Fergus Collection. You know, Fergus, the cartoon horse, uh, drawn, drawn by Gene Abernathy our good friend. 
she is giving away, or they are giving away, $166 worth of Fergus stuff. The book bundle, which is five books, and 12 barn signs worth $166. Perfect. The next one is the Kensington Premium Signature Collection Padded Garment Carrier. Offers a stylish solution for storing, packing, protecting your apparel. Protect and organize your clothing while on the road. It's a roomy bag, holds all your show clothes, and has the little hanger thingy on the top. And big, full-length, heavy-duty zippers. And it's Kensington. It'll last you 30 years. So I said Kensington. I know, but I said it'll last you 30 yeah. years. It's a Kensington. You know, It's they, true. It lasts forever. <laughs> uh, Defender Wool Cooler, worth $79, an elegant wardrobe staple. These are the coolers that you win, you know, that you put over your horse, and it has the fancy little embroidery on it and stuff. You're going to get one of those. And it has the locations for the fancy embroidery. You can embroider your own and make believe you won the championship. You can embroider like supreme yeah. world champion, champion on right, the butt right. and nobody will question you. The Western horses do go for supreme a lot. Uh, I, there's got to be another word. Supreme won't be good enough eventually, and they'll, they'll invent another word. But uh, I, yes. I'll look up synonyms of or supreme. supreme. Yeah, okay. And uh, so that's worth a $79, and you could win one of those and make your horse very fancy. Well, today, the ads, uh, let's see what we have here. Allie sent in the first one. Now, if you read your own ad and send us the sound file, send it to Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com or call our voicemail line right there on the website, we will give you double the entries. So Allie sent this one in. Hi, this is Allie from Utah, and I have a really long, really bad ad. Um, It says, beautiful six-year-old bay gelding. $9,500, and the picture is of a kid in a sweatshirt and sunglasses and a snapback hat standing on top of what looks like a very, very upset (laughs) chestnut-ish Ish. So, uh, it says, this horse is amazing. Team roping, colon, followed by no other punctuation at all. I just barely started roping on him about two months ago. Does an amazing job. Kept up with slow and fast steers. Very calm in the box. Does struggle a little to turn them just because he needs to get a little more muscle. But no problems around steers or scared of them. Trail, colon. Great trail horse crosses rivers like nothing. Climbs mountain, no problem. Doesn't get scared of gunshots. Have doubled on him many times. Never had a problem bucking anyone off. Just an amazing trail horse. Trailer loading, colon. No problem loading on a trailer, just loads right up, no hesitation. And then parentheses, I don't know about two horse trailers, never loaded him in one. Doesn't kick the trailer. Uh, Doesn't have problems with anything touching his feet. Pretty easy to shoe, easy to catch, knows how to turn with body weight to either side. Lopes very nice, changes leaded to whichever side, very light-footed, side, pass, back, up, etc. (laughs) Can stand on him without him moving, as, as we can see. Have... Threw some kids on him, no problem. Doesn't buck at all, just gets cinchy when not ridden for a long time. No joint problems, have herded cattle before, did perfect, has a decent stop on him. A absolutely most Milo horse I have ever had knows when it's time to work and time to just relax and enjoy the ride. Don't miss the opportunity on this horse, he will pay for himself. A little reason I'm selling is to buy a truck for my first truck. No scammers, no codes, no low ballers. <laughs> just a, a gem. <laughs> Sounds a gem. great. Just a gem. Does everything, though. I mean, literally everything. 
What is what is it when people say what does it mean when people say they just get cinchy when they haven't been ridden in a while? Yeah, I I, I picked on that one too. I've heard that in really bad ads before, yeah. and and cinchy, but but he doesn't buck. Well, then what is what, what does that is mean? Cinchy? Like cinchy yeah. means they just that they get they, they like get pin their ears when the girls comes on. That has nothing to do with if they're being ridden up. And, and they're not understand. cinchy when they're ridden all the time. That's the part that you know. I don't know. Yeah, no, this is weird. Yeah. Um, but I would like to tell you that a synonym for supreme. Yeah. So you could say I'm the supreme world champion. Uh, I kind of like this one. There's the superior world champion. Yeah, well, that's good. The predominant or dominant world champion. But I think my favorite is the sovereign. Oh, I'm the right. sovereign <laughs> world champion. <laughs> I like that one too, and that would look yeah. good embroidered on a fancy uh, sheet too. Yeah, yeah. Kara you know. sent this one in. Just uh, I don't know where this came from, to be honest. Um, Kara sent this one in, and it says, "I am looking for a horse to ride around and shoot a gun on. Oh, I suppose I also need a gun." <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't free read this one. Obviously, the horse needs to be able to tolerate light, loud noises. Yes, it obviously. does, yeah, obviously. If that's going to be an issue, I could potentially use my BB guns. Oh, my God. Still scary. <laughs> but Still I need scary. to go for a test ride to confirm that this will make me happy. Okay. Thank you for your time and have a pleasant day. Oh, my God. Okay. Do not Please, nobody give that horse no, a gun please. or give that guy a gun or a horse. Do you think this is a teenager like 12 years old? Or an adult. Hi, I'm looking for a horse to ride around and shoot a gun on. And like, I suppose I need a gun. And are we just randomly <laughs> shooting? Are you doing mounted shooting? Or just randomly shooting your gun? That's the other thing. I'm I think like Kara totally. lives in Kentucky, which might explain this ad. Just saying. So it's like a southern teenager. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Faye sent this one in. Horses. Uh, this is the Facebook page. Horses for discussion. South Carolina, North Carolina, and Georgia. God, Not for sale, for discussion, because you can't for say discussion. sale or you get booted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, cowboy emoji. Coco. Cowboy emoji. Is that like a swoo- shooting star? Like a, I don't like know. A swooshing a star? I don't know. <laughs> uh, some of a sort of emoji with a star on it. Ten-year-old pony. Wavy line, 11.3H, swoopy star emoji. <laughs> I love describing emojis. All oh, the pictures are so cute, though. <laughs> uh, Coco is unique and perfect sized. For who? <laughs> Coco is so unique and perfect sized. The little gelding loves being ridden on trails. He will be an excellent 4-H project. Coco is perfectly sized for a small ladies or kids just going into the horse field. No vices so far, and he is well, sound, and safe. He's well, sound, and safe. All I need is a good home for him. So this is this picture of this is little pony. <laughs> yeah, this is pictures of these little of this little pony, smaller than Scooter. This is a. 10-hander, 11-hander. This is not 11-3. This is like, yeah. it's like a mini. <laughs> yeah, it does. And there's this little tiny cowboy riding, as cute as could be. Very cute pictures. And the pony looks like he's just standing there. I wouldn't say it's for small ladies. You'd have to be a really small lady to ride this horse. But he's kind of cute. This is, this it's pony's been ridden by like a three-year-old kid. Yeah, so he's bomb-proof. <laughs> or he's chucked the kid a hundred times. We don't know. 
But, but, no, no, but the point is, it's not for ladies. It's no. for like three-year-old oh, children. Yeah, little kids. Rachel sent this one in. Bucking horse, $1,500 in Fort Worth. Saddle bronc and bareback horse. I bought this horse as a five-year-old and an ex-bucker that won't buck. Turns out, this horse can buck just fine. <laughs> <laughs> he knows his job, and I'd put him at the professional level. Not a beginner bucker. If you have a nice gelding who is confirmed not bucker, willing to trade. Again, why is somebody uh, going to do that? <laughs> Drop me a what? text. Tell me what I've you been, got. I've been looking. I had this really nice, solid horse. I've been looking for something that's going to buck. I'm going to trade it out. <laughs> <sighs> that one earlier, the $9,500 one. I'll trade you the one that does everything, and you can stand on it for the bucker. Yeah, but the bucker's only worth fifteen hundred. So yeah, yeah. I wonder how much they paid for the bucker. Oh lord, the <laughs> next one is um sort of, I I don't know where this ad came from. I'm assuming Facebook Marketplace. Uh, Matt sent it in, 1979 stock trailer, four horse, no title, needs a hub, and leaf springs needs need a flatbed to move it. <laughs> Bring cash. No crypto crap. <laughs> cash! No cryptocurrency, please. Uh, you know what kind of trailer it is when he says you have to bring a trailer to haul the trailer. That's what kind of trailer um, it is. <laughs> I'm noticing that like where there's supposed to be two wheels, there's only one. <laughs> Maybe a half of one. It looks pretty flat. <laughs> yeah, that's a half of one. Yeah. When you need a trailer to haul your trailer, it's not worth $500. I'm sorry. Uh, is steel like being repurposed? Can you I, recycle I that? Like, this is garbage. Yeah. yeah this is garbage. Take that one to the dump. Charity sent this one in. We haven't heard from Charity, I don't think, in a while. Uh, Minnesota Horses Facebook. It's very short. 14 hand gelding, well broke, leg cues, works good, trade for bread cow or cash. Oh, my God. <laughs> no crypto. <laughs> you know what? I'll trade my horse for cash, too. <laughs> I ain't got a problem with that. Amy sent the next one in. New Barns for Morgans Facebook page. New Barns for Morgans. That's a Facebook page? New Barns, New Barns for Morgans. For Morgans. <laughs> Two, five, year... Old we are training. Both are available in North Georgia. No tire kicking, please. And if by tire kicking you mean asking questions about what the hell you're talking about, <laughs> then I'm a tire kicker because I have no idea what you said. You know, information helps the tire kicking. That really does. Maybe a little bit more about your horse. Uh, I'm going to kick some tires, man. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Angela sent the following one in. It's a flower emoji, flower emoji, apparently from Facebook someplace. What you got for sale under 5K? Sound good brain capability for 2.6, maybe higher, occasionally green, okay, preferred started. That was all one sentence. WTC, looking for an all-around prospect. Show me 14.2 to 16 hands. What you got? Come on. What you got? Let's go. Tell me what you got. Joe Lenz and the next one in from the... Looks like it's a screenshot of a Facebook post from the Blackfoot Police Department. Well, this ought to be good. <laughs> uh, I love police department social media, so this is going to be good. Valentine's Day weekend special. Do you have an ex-Valentine and know they... <laughs> I hadn't read this one before. Oh, my God. I love that I don't read Do you have an ex-Valentine and know that they have outstanding warrants? 
Do you have information that they're driving with drugs in their car? Give us a call with their location and we'll take care of the rest. Where is Blackfoot Police Department? I'll look that up while you're Find it. This Valentine's Day weekend special starts off with a set of... (laughs) With a set of limited edition platinum bracelets. Free... Free transportation with a chauffeur and a one-night minimum stay in a one, two, three, four, five-star accommodations <laughs> and professional glamour shots that will be posted online for all to enjoy. <laughs> this special is capped off with a special Valentine's dinner. We know this special is so incredible to you. You may be tempted to provide additional referrals. We don't blame you. This special is too sweet to pass up. Operators are standing by. (laughs) By the way, that's Blackfoot, Idaho. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love police departments with a sense of humor. (laughs) It's my favorite thing. I hope they get one just because the guy was so good at writing this. I hope Just do you have? Oh my God, that is so great! I want to <laughs> take uh, Joe Lenz, Send that to me. I have to share that on my Facebook page. On I with the world, the world needs to see that. <laughs> We're going to end great. on that one. We can't end anything better than that one. So let's end on that one. Oh my God, that was so good. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to end the week. It's been a long week for for all of us. So uh, thank you for joining us this week. Thank you for being part of the show. I also, we don't do this very often, but on Fridays, maybe I'll start doing it at the end of the show. We want to thank everybody involved in the show. Of course, uh, Jamie, thanks for co-hosting and everybody that's involved during the week with the Tuesdays and Thursday episodes, but also Flintstone Media. You you guys that have been around a while know Jemmy and it's her gang over at Flintstone Media that produce most of our shows now. So they do a terrific job. They're a lot of fun. Paul seems to be a favorite of everybody's uh he's british and apparently a lot of fun doing the producing i don't know but uh paul's great george yeah. i work probably more with george, george but yeah. yeah i love them both yeah, and george edits this show so thank you george he, he does the editing right after and gets it out for us so we appreciate I shouldn't have that said nice things about him then he's gonna hear it <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> so we uh, we appreciate Jennifer, who helps book the guests and really keeps the company running and puts up with me. So We need a John and a Ringo to work for Flintstone Media, and then we got it covered. Oh, yeah. And Paul is British. So, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. that'll, that'll work. So thank you to everybody who really does help it make it work and our auditors who help finance it and, of course, our sponsors who we couldn't do it without. So thank you all. Have a terrific weekend. Uh, um, I will not be here next week. Jamie will be. There will be new episodes. Uh, you got when Dr. Wendy's filling in one day, Lisa's filling in one day, and Debbie's filling in one day. So there will be a full week of shows. It's just J- Jennifer and I are going to be over working on our new house, getting it ready to move into. So. We'll be doing Boring. A lot, of, a lot of painting next week. Well, um, stick around to the post show because I have to talk about this. Because uh, hashtag Dana it's says. not safe for worst. Not not safe for work for children or anybody. Hey, hey, I don't need to talk about it. <laughs> Thor isn't safe for anybody. <laughs> oh my god, my favorite. I mean, Zeus isn't safe for anybody. And Thor on the brain. I need to get him some custom platinum. Handcuffs, <laughs> bracelets. <laughs> yes, you do. All right, we're in the post show. You need to. You definitely need to turn him into the Blackfoot Police Department. <laughs> he must have outstanding warrants by now. <laughs> if he ever ran away, then I could. He could be gone. <laughs> he just does his terror at home. It's here's here's what happened. Is that motherfucker? I spent eight hundred dollars 
on like Tuesday this week. Yeah, we talked about it on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He went and had that thing in his butt, which was supposed to make him lame and, and, uh, you know, not wanting to do much for a week. No, so I had to get muscle biopsies done and it was super expensive and they're sending it off and I should get results in the next 10 days or so, whatever. But he's got two ginormous lacerations on his butt with stitches. And so they're like, we need a week of stall rest. And then, he, and I was like, oh, oh, wait. So tell me that first. <laughs> what? A week of stall rest? They're like, yeah, he needs a week of stall rest. And then you can start putting him on a small paddock. We just need the stitches to like heal, you know? Yeah, that's kind of important. Okay. So here's what I did. I, I put him in a stall and I put his, his best friend in the whole world is pink, my pregnant broodmare. That's, he owns her. So I put her next to him and they spent the night in the stall. And then the next day, if, uh, right out the back of the stall is just a, like the size of maybe two stalls, like 24 by 12, little tiny attached paddock that I was going like, to let them into that. And then eventually uh, like the arena is right behind that. So the, everything is connected and I can slowly build and increase size and everything. No problem. So I put him in the dang paddock and I went to... Abby and I went to Target. I was gone for two fucking hours, Glenn. And that mother. Like, he can't open the doors because I have lower bottom locks on the doors that he is involved in. And I have, like, Morton Barnes makes these, like, awesome little, like, grippy clasp things that he can't get open. You cannot get. It's hard for me to get open. And then he's got the little paddock there and it's wood fencing and there's not enough room for him to pick up a canner and like jump it or even a trot and jump over the fence. So what does that asshole do? He just went right through the goddamn fence. Glenn. I saw the picture. I mean, just he broke the boards right out. Right in half. Right in half. <laughs> it's like he picked up a trot and just like Bam! Like a football player. So I, I come home. I was gone for two hours at Target, Glenn. I went to pick up my kid from school. Went to Target. Came home. That's it. There was hay in the stall. There was food in the stall that he's been slowly eating because has EPM treatment and he doesn't like it. It was Abbas in the stall. And he was out. And I drive up. And I've been gone two hours. And I drive up and I look over and I'm coming up the driveway and I was like, oh, God, did I forget to tie one of these gates shut or something? Jesus. So I, I see because I see him roaming around with his friend Pink. They're out there together. So I come out and I go into the barn and I'm like, wait a second. All the stall fronts are closed and latched. And I'm like, maybe he got out with the open the arena gates or so. I don't know. That's tied with bailing twine. Still tied. That one's tied with bailing twine. That one's tied with bailing twine because there's three. And I walk around the corner. I was like, oh my God. Chad is going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much wood prices are right now, Zeus? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I just spent $800 on getting your butt surgically tested. Which, oh, by the I way, did, didn't I, slow him down at all. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck it. He had 36 hours in captivity. That's it. I can't take it anymore. Because, did, did and, and of course, Elisa stay Wallace. Closed? Did they stay closed? With all those gallivanting? Well, they were still closed. And then, so I turned him out. And I was like, that's it. Fuck it. You're going out. And so I turned him out. And he runs right down the bottom of the hill. and goes for like this 20-minute roll. I'm like, oh, they're definitely gone. And I see him hop up and gallop all the way back up to the fence. Like, bucking. King is like, I win. <laughs> I win. He's always like, I got you. 
you know, and that's his attitude. And he comes back up and I'm like, God, so I walked out and the stitches are still holding. Okay. I'm like, okay, thank God. Because all I need to do is take this asshole back to the hospital or get an emergency farm call. I look out this morning and he's galloping around with, with ping down. I'm like, what do you have to do to slow this horse down? I don't know. Amputation? I mean, I don't know. Six, two wounds. One is like six inches long. It looks like a Frankenstein on his butt. And it has not slowed him down at all. I'm not kidding. There's a there's a round bell in the pasture. There's water with a heater in it, which by the way, second heater, because he ate the first heater in his water bucket in his big tub asshole god it's just like it's constant so i i, I called just uh, oddly enough when i take pictures on my phone it clouds to chad's work ipad i can't figure it out and i took pictures oh, no. of it to post it and my phone rang like two minutes later and i was oh, no. like oh shit so i answered the phone and i'm like hi love of my life sweet baby what are you doing and he's like wow i really like that greeting how's it going and i was like what are you calling for? <laughs> and he's like, I'm just calling just because I'm in between flights and I just want to see how you're doing. I was like, so that's it? You're just calling to say hi? Okay. Well, everything is going great and I love you and I can't wait for you to give you help and I need to run, but I will talk to you soon. Goddamn, five minutes later, phone rings again. Hi, darling. Love my. He was like, was that Zeus? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it was. And I'm so, but I like the problem is I'm so upset. Like even Elisa Wallace posts on there. Come on, Zeus. She's like, you need to get electric fence because that's the only thing I'm like, I have electric fence. I just had to give him an install. I can't take it. I just, I can't take it. I can't take it. Like if somebody was like, I will, I will. Zeus going, you got him, him at the prison. You could send him back. I will take him. Off of your hands, if you give me $500, I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe the only reason he four. stayed at the prison was they had barbed wire around the edge. Or no, they have razor wire. So maybe that's probably that's probably it. I, yeah, I, I just I just I'm so fed up and frustrated with this horse. And like, I don't know, at least if you're going to get yourself out and loose, do not. So so I'd like, of course, like this giant like, cart, uh, they keep all the hay in, you know, and of course, he doesn't just eat the hay. He fucking destroys the hay <laughs> yep. to where it's like hanging from the walls. He lets pink out, lets her out. So now that I've got a pregnant broodmare on the loose as well <laughs> as the Mustang and they both just destroy. It's just I don't. I, I gotta, I do. gotta bring something up though. The picture you posted, and, you, and it's posted in the auto room. You guys can see it. Most of you saw it. I love whoever's still in the barn, looking out the door, going, "That's him." Oh, that's him. I locked his ass back in, <laughs> and then I went and took the picture, and I'm like, "That motherfucker is laughing at me right now." <laughs> he is poking his head out, and you can he see was. this on. He was. Uh, you, there's you a see, Facebook he's, page. He poked his head out. He's going, "Do you see what I did? You're not going to do anything about it either." God damn. He just, it, I, and Chad's like, I've never seen you this upset about it. I was like, because I just don't know what You're to at the do. End. <laughs> yeah. I'm at the end. I told, I was like, Abby, if he can't stay in fences, he's going to be euthanized because I can't take it anymore. I just can't. And I can't give him to somebody else because he's going to ruin their life. I just, just, what? You, and this, this is horse- a horse for those, for new auditors that Jamie spent probably $10,000 on trying to get. <laughs> At least. I mean, he's such an unappreciative asshole. I just, I mean, he's a jerk. And again, he's the bully horse, in high school that was always on your bus for some reason. 
But in Arizona, he was easier to manage because I had chains around all the stalls and he was out with <laughs> Thor and the other Mustang that I had. You know. And so he was out with them and everything was fine. And the I police department him. in Idaho with special handcuffs. Just for He's <laughs> highly trained. And that's the frustrating part is that he is so well trained and I'm riding all these babies. And I just want to get on a horse. Yeah, and when like, you ride him, he's okay, right? Circle. No, that's the problem. Oh, I mean, okay. he's, his behavior is fine, but like, that's the problem is his... He's been very reluctant to do anything. Oh, that's right, because that's why, why you keep trying to find out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. we did have somebody it's, post on the. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but somebody that has a horse with what you think he has, uh, <clears throat> and she posted. I have had a lot of people reach out to me about PSSM and also about whatever that is. Yeah, the equine motor neuron disease. So when I get these test results back, I'm calling all y'all. <laughs> we'll have when you get the test results back we'll have to have it see if you can get somebody from there to come on and you know talk about it from the hospital yeah i tried that already no we'll get, we'll get somebody we'll get somebody dr to talk major about would you like to come on my podcast and he was like, Ugh. Was like oh, never mind <laughs> yeah he'll be a great guest let's get him on. never mind <laughs> he's like uh yeah he's don't you he's wish good. you could talk to zeus and just have a conversation. Glenn, will you please find an animal communicator? Oh, we need to do that on the show. Yes. All right. I am writing that down. I just got goosebumps. That's fun. All right. We're doing that. I had, I know several. I know you do. All right. Let's do it on the show. All right. We're going to do that. That'll be the, be the best, most downloaded episode we've ever done. <laughs> oh, my God. And I know we've talked about this before and other people have sent me ones, but I'm going to let you do it. I'm, no, I'm going to do it. I'll find, I'll get, I'll, I'll, I got somebody in mind. So, uh, okay. I got, it's not the person you're thinking of. It's a different one. I don't know anybody. Yeah. All right. So, it, so the other thing too, is I just want to say this is, this is good news for the day. We'll end on a happy note. All right. I did a little tiny, like one minute, uh, message, uh, video message in the auditor room today. And it was basically with an announcement for the first time in 12 years, I actually got my act together and spent five days figuring out our numbers for all the shows in the horse radio network. And I'm happy to announce that the Horse Radio Network had a record. We did 2.6 million downloads last year. That's insane. Two point, this show was half of it, by the way. Um, Are you serious? Yep. So uh, 1.2 million, I think, or 1.3 million was this show. So, uh, so thank you all for listening. Thank you for hitting download. Thank you for keeping on listening. We appreciate it. Go tell all your friends, especially you auditors. Go out and tell everybody. If they don't know how to listen to a podcast, take the damn phone out of their hand, hit the podcast button on it, and, and subscribe them and get them to listen. Get them to try it. Tell them they need a week, though, because we're a little different. So tell them tough to take tough to take it first. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So yeah, I'm very proud of that, and I'm very proud of all of you. And uh, thank you, Jamie, for helping with 1.3 million downloads. Hey, by the way, real quick, yeah, I have to ask you: mm. Have you been able to continue watching the Book of Boba Fett? No, I I could not. Oh my do god! It. Oh my god! Keep going. I was like in episode going. three. We got halfway through it, and I just was falling asleep, and it was so uh, awful. You gotta keep watching. I gotta, what, what episode do I skip to to get to the good part? It all builds like it's all a story. Yeah, but I it don't takes really so freaking long Jesus to build. Christ, Glenn, watch the thing. And the acting, does the acting get it. any better? It's awful. The guy who plays the main character is awful. They're all awful. You're going to thank me later. You're going to thank me later. All right. I will watch it while I'm painting next week because that's boring anyway. So... I, I will I will try You're and get gonna, through it. There was it finally the episode happened. I was like, "Holy shit!" So something Are actually you happened. Me? 
It you have to even admit it took a long time for anything to happen in that show. It, they definitely took way too long. My brother was like, "That show's dog shit." I'm like, "Did you get to episode five? Because I think so, it was five. All right, I got halfway There's through three. Like, Can I just skip to amazing. five, or do I have to keep going? I don't know. I'll look up which episode it is. Uh, just just watch. It all builds on it, but Jesus Christ, something happens. I'm like, that is cinematic history right there. All right. I'm episode trusting you five. on this one. I am trusting Abby you on this says one. Episode five. All right. Episode five. I'm trusting what? you. Episode five and six are amazing. So, yeah, but episode five, there's something that I'm like, I. I Why did they no, waste us not. on the first four then? <laughs> it's, like, it's that story they're building. They have to get the story. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and there's a reason, by the way, that those old timey westerns went out of style. It's because they were so freaking slow. It's like. And this is an old-timey Western. Uh, that is definitely what it is. Your dad Just would probably love this show. watch episode five. Shut up. Right. Watch episode five. <laughs> episode five. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>